0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the MS Mobile Show. This is the podcast that helps you get the most out of the Microsoft services you use on all your mobile devices. Happy Surface Day! Today is Monday, October 26th, and uh, there's a new Microsoft store opening in New York City. Uh, Surface Pro 4, Surface Book are out there. Uh, we focus more on mobile itself, but those devices are quite mobile, and it's a pretty big deal for the Microsoft Microsofties. Uh, we will be discussing a little bit more about the the most recent build of Windows 10 Mobile, which I'm pretty excited about. And of course, we're going to have our personal app, music, and podcast picks. My name is Vernon E. L. Smith. I am joined today by Dan Rice. He's known on Twitter as the MS Edge. Dan, how you doing, man? I am very good, Vernon. How are you? Wonderful. I am having a great day. My children have not been terrorizing me too badly today, <laughs> so that's good. Got him down for a nap with minimal, you know, struggle. So that was, uh, I'm glad for that. And I even got a pretty good uh, juicy, uh, juicy juice mm. smoothie thing here picked up. Looks delicious.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: It is. Even though it's brown, it is brown. <laughs> so, Dan, glad to have you on the show, man. Um, I think we've been trying to get you on for a bit. Luckily for you and for us, David was not able to join. David is the regular co-host. David V. Kimball, he has had a new job. He's jumped into that with you know both feet and is staying pretty busy with it, but he hopes to be back for that. It's awesome to have you on. Thank Dan, you, tell the listeners where they might find you on the internet aside from this blab and this uh, podcast.
1: Well, uh, Twitter would be the main place. You can find me there at TheMSEdge. You can find me at TheMSEdge.com where I have a little blog. Um, just talk about Microsoft and whatnot. And I also have YouTube, which is also forward slash the MS Edge. That tends to be, to be honest, where I have most of my content at the moment, but I'm currently getting other people involved in, in making content as well. So it's uh, it's picking up a bit.
0: Nice. That's really cool. Do you, do you care to elaborate a little bit on what type of content you share on YouTube? What do you focus on?
1: YouTube is, uh, at the moment, mostly gaming content. So focus from Xbox and Windows 10 content so mostly PC games uh, Xbox content and also there will be Lumia uh, games and things on there as well nice but then there's going to be more in terms of tutorials and videos on windows 10 and windows 10 mobile and such so that that's something that i'm just sort of working on at the minute i'm most likely going to start it as soon as the new lumias come along as soon as i can get my hands on one of them mm.
0: yeah for sure i cannot wait to get my hands on this and it's kind of been an ongoing conversation on the podcast which phones we're going to go with which phone is too big if you go to our twitter page the top pinned tweet mm. is a poll we did something about how big is too big or, or as far as a a phone fitting in your hand at what point is it not as mobile anymore yeah <laughs> see that's the thing yeah i'm using the 1520 <laughs> um i got a yellow one you got a green one looks like tech in the chat room earlier he has a, a yellow 1520 uh these things are beasts man they they're they're awesome you can do an awful lot with them except wear them with skinny jeans and i cannot my wife is trying to get me to wear skinny jeans and i'm resisting but it's just like I can't have a phone quite that big.
1: <laughs> I, I actually fit that in in skinny jeans. Okay. Uh, do you dare sit down? <laughs> I do. It's, it, it seems to be all right. No problems as yet. Although the, the, I actually had a uh, a different 1520 when it first came out, and I had so many issues with it. I had it in white, and I had the, uh, the ghosting issues and also the tap and scroll issue where you go to swipe, and it would just tap and open everything. It it was a nightmare. Well, that was, I think, that was a firmware thing from a long. I mean, from the beginning, because there were a little. I kept. I stuck with it. I stuck with it, and the Cyan update made it a lot better, but it was still problematic. Hmm. And then, as soon as I got this one, I got this one actually just this year, and no issue whatsoever. Hmm. Straight away, it was just so much better. Nice. I think. I think there was there was some sort of um, hardware issue but i think it was on the early models
0: well i feel that i need a smaller phone at this point i feel that the 950 is going to work better for me i use the 830 um, most of the time or you know i switch back and forth between the 830 and the 1520 and to me i want to be able to hold it in one hand easily i want to be able to type easily with it Um, i don't have Mm. tiny hands average size hands but to me i need that phone still needs to be one-handed for me and i mean i have kids holding the holding the the baby feeding their a bottle and then typing, you know, using the phone, it becomes, easy. yeah, it just gets to be a challenge. And just having it pocketable, having to pull it out with one hand and um, no, I, I'm not going to wear skinny jeans ever. My wife is <laughs> trying to, <laughs> so that is a good reason not to, um, not to wear skinny jeans, right? So, all right, enough of yeah, um, I'll go with that. Our, our fashion opinion here. <laughs> Um, Boy, I didn't even talk about, I guess I've skipped a whole part of the show here. Um, Listeners, if you're listening, which you are, if you're listening, uh, thank you for listening. We obviously appreciate it quite a bit. If you do enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe to the show. You can go to msmobileshow.com slash subscribe. Shows a few different ways that you can do that from there. Of course, including using your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at MS Mobile Show. We like to interact with people that way. That's the primary means of contact and what have you. So, I, I mentioned in the pre show, as far as a, I don't know if I said it on air or off air, but this week's poll is going to be how do you normally consume the MS Mobile Show, audio or video? So, I know that most podcasts are listened to or consumed via audio. That's a fact and so i recognize that we're doing the video because it is nice to have interaction with people it is nice to look at at the guest uh you know face to face and it, it's easier to record that way but for the most part if you can focus on doing a good audio show you're going to reach many more listeners that way so i'm not trying to sway anyone's vote i tweeted out a little bit ago vote whether you use uh, audio or video the chat room's already been doing that and dan you consume podcasts or shows Differently than I do, what's your take on this?
1: I don't listen to many podcasts. I I pretty much watch everything on YouTube. That, I, I think that's just because I've been on YouTube so long. A lot. Of, I think a lot of people do tend to tend to do the video side of things and the audio as well, just because it is generally two different audiences. I used to, I bet I mean, at one point I probably listened to some podcasts, but at the moment I just don't, not audio-wise. Mm-hmm. I just prefer video. I prefer to actually be able to watch something while while listening as well.
0: Okay. Well, I see the value in that. Definitely, I think it's nice. You get a better feel for what that person is like and oftentimes will hold up a phone or you know something like that. So it really, it's two different means of interaction, at two different uh, mediums. Yeah. Personally, I enjoy podcasts better because I can just put in headphones. I can be working around the house doing dishes, laundry, like whatever, vacuuming. Or I can be driving somewhere. And I can I can do both things. Think of it the time that you spend in your vehicle listening to FM radio, for example, or your um, a CD, if anyone wants to listen to CDs or or music. Yeah. You know, I just replace that with spoken word audio podcasts. Hmm. I don't really read books, but if I did, I would do it that way because I do tend <laughs> tend to stay pretty busy, and my driving time is is quite productive for me, or can be quite productive. So I try to f- try to do it that way. Yeah. That's my take on it. I listen to probably seven or eight different uh, frequent podcasts, you know, try to get them every week. I, I feel I get a lot of content out of it that way. Yeah. If I was watching the video, to me, seven or eight hours sitting in front of a, a computer screen, I, I don't happen to have that luxury. I have children who are always hanging on me and like whatever. So if I can just listen to audio, then that that works better for me.
1: Yeah, it just comes down to what you are doing day to day. It's it's just good to have the option, I think.
0: Okay. Well I'm already being um slightly swayed. I think I didn't realize there were so many people that were more interested of in course. the <laughs> video. But then again, this is the video portion of it. <laughs> people <laughs> the people here probably do prefer it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks everyone in the chat room. We appreciate this feedback. So go ahead, scroll back in the in the chat and you share your, your opinion in the, the poll I have up there. All right, let's move on to some real stuff here. Well, I guess I'll cover some feedback. We have very little feedback from episode 33. Uh, two specific reasons for that. One, the show got out late, and I'll take complete blame for that. I had uh, editing my audio was quite a bit of a challenge. I need a new PC. I just do. It's a friggin' joke. I don't know what I need to do differently. So fan spools up, like it's launching a space, space shuttle or something,
1: mm, and it just sounds it good like clean. junk, so I got to
0: go through and try to clean that clean. up clean up the audio itself yeah and then i also have to well clean out the computer i did that i know
1: i did that last week horrible to blow the dust out of there i've done that a few times yeah it's it's good my, fun. my son thought it looked pretty cool it's good fun but then you realize the mess afterwards is is just yeah. atrocious it's terrible
0: so yeah it took me a bit to get the audio finished up i worked a bunch extra this week and it was a it was just stupid and whatever so the other main reason that we didn't have much feedback probably is that the audio version audio quality has been bad i feel pretty bad about that i need to get a boom i need to get a different pc of course that isn't loud and all that so that's my excuse but if you have feedback you'd like to share do so via twitter or you can contact at Mobile show so tip of the episode i'll just cover it really quickly here Two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication. Microsoft is good at this. I'm, I'm glad that they're good at this. I'm also a little bit, I don't want to say frustrated, but it is more work. That's for sure. If you set up two-factor authentication, getting it going to begin with is a little bit of pain in the butt. Uh, takes some takes a little bit of time, and then you install the Authenticator app, at least for for Windows Phone. As you log into something, instead of typing your normal password, you'll open up the Authenticator app. You will type in the number that is that is there. Now you don't actually need to be connected to Wi-Fi or or cellular to have that app work, but you do need to have the time the time sync enabled on that. And that's how that timing. It basically has a bunch of numbers in there. It shows the numbers for I don't know twenty seconds at a time, and then it times out, puts a puts another set of numbers in there, and um, that's how it makes sure that you are you and whatever. That's two factor authentication. That's that's part of it at least. So folks, use it if you have concerns. If you've if your Hotmail or you know Outlook account has been hacked or you know you know whatever the case may be. Yeah, go ahead. Use it if you have concerns. If you have sensitive material that you feel strongly about curing, absolutely use it. Uh, Microsoft is very good at this. I actually disabled it again because I, I wanted to go through the whole process. Wanted to see how well it worked and what have you. And um, it actually didn't play very nice with my older, uh, my work PC, which is running Outlook 2010, you know, Office 2010 with Outlook and the um, the Hotmail connector plugin. For that, if anyone knows what what I'm referring to, that's a bit of a pain in the ass, and that's um, so I just disconnected. I turned off two factor authentication. Went to regular typing in the good old password, and um, I still haven't. In the years and years I've had a, a Microsoft or you know Hotmail account, I haven't had any issues with that. So,
1: anything to add to that? No, I mean I I use two factor authentication on everything. It's it's a bit of a pain, especially when you're constantly installing new mobile builds and. Every time you open an app, it's two-factor constant all the time. It's annoying, but it does work. It works. You, you may as well use it. It's, it's it's less pain in the long run. If you end up losing your main account that has absolutely everything connected to it, that is a nightmare. I very nearly lost my main account at one point, and that's when I did start using the two-factor. It sort of scares you into doing it a little bit, to be fair. But... All
0: right, well, you want to jump into first bit of news? Edge
1: browser extensions delayed into uh, 2016. I mean, they've been talking about for quite a while, and I was really looking forward to uh, using Edge, to transfer over to Edge completely, stop using Chrome. I'll admit I like the extensions in Chrome. I don't use it too much, but, you
0: know, the buffer extension, for example, I don't use that incredible lot, but that is one example of, of something that Chrome has that Edge doesn't, and that's Unfortunate, but I do like, I like Edge. I still like IE, actually.
1: Yeah, I've I've, I've pretty much, I've used Chrome now for a long time, just because it's, it, it seems to be less hassle with things, especially ads and things like that, so it's one of the things I am looking forward to um, with the Edge browser. I just want to be able to move away from Chrome altogether.
0: Let's talk about something a little more exciting. The new mobile build, 10572 um i recorded last we recorded last episode before the there were two builds released last week which was surprising I recorded the last episode right after the first of those builds which i forget the number already and then ten five seventy two came out and it's awesome man it really is i think is really good what do you think
1: honestly it's it's so smooth i've got it on my 1520 at the moment and it is by far the best build yet i mean it it almost feels like RTM. It almost feels like it's it's at that stage where they could sell it. I mean, there's a few sort of niggles, and they've got a few features missing at the minute, but it's it's just slick. It, it, it almost it's almost getting to that point where it feels like 8.1. How fast that was! When it reaches that, that I think it'll be ready for RTM or you know whatever we want to call it. But I've had I've had no issues with it. I've, I've been able to install apps fine download extra speech options and language options, keyboards, everything else with no problem. Yeah, just just great. I've had a few little issues with the apps
0: not installing, having to do a refresh on there. I've, I've kind of pushed it too though. I've, I've made a point to install an SD card, flop some apps over to it as well, store them over there, see how well that handles it. Kind of pushed yeah. it, installed a couple different podcasting apps, downloaded a few different things on the app, then moved the whole app over to the card and back and just to see how well it handles it. And it is it's it's good. I'm I'm so happy with this. Mm. As I was going through it, man, I must have spent like three hours straight just playing around with it. I started completely fresh. I'm like, I'm gonna use my 1520 as a daily driver with this build for a while started completely fresh went with a whole new whole new setup those of you um, that may or may not know exactly this sp- specifics of what we're talking about hopefully we have new listeners every episode and we do i, th- I think we have some new listeners in the in, in the live at least windows phone 8.1 of course we all are very happy with that lumia 1520 and so what microsoft has done which i talk about this every chance i can they are pushing out the option to listen to preview the beta software that they're putting out there and not like here every you know we'll give you a, a glimpse of it for a few people that may you know like microsoft mvps or something it's basically just an app you install called the windows insider app i actually talked about it last episode install the windows insider app do you agree yep i'll put this new beta software on my phone install it do hard reset whatever um, update it and play around with it and they're pushing out these builds I think it's been averaging once a month or so, right, Dan?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But now the they seem to be getting very quick. And we have another build coming next week apparently. So or this week. Is it this week? Well it would be, yeah, I guess today's Mon
0: Monday. Yeah. yeah. So that would be three builds in two weeks. That's incredibly faster than it than it used to be. But it gives us the chance to for those Windows insiders, and that's what you know, that's the point of the name, I believe. To dig in, play around with it you know stumble through the problems because there have been problems but that's the point they want to get this out there for people keep some excitement it it feeds the enthusiasts and also there's a really really good feedback system in the os once you finish a text message for the first time in in the messaging app or something for example then you'll have a little pop-up how likely are you to recommend the messaging app for on this build Blah, blah blah And so they have, they've done that really well. I cannot think a good example of Android or, or iOS doing anything to this extent as far
1: as getting the preview builds out there for people. Do you, no. do you know of anything? No, nope, nothing at all. I mean, the thing is with this is that it's, it is is an entirely new operating system, essentially, and we're helping them build it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of anything that Google or Apple have done in that, in that respect. I mean, they've, they've got betas for everything but it's it's quite late on in development we've been there since the start of it pretty much and same with windows 10 i remember putting it on i mean i don't remember what build it was but it was
0: like oh my goodness like you could not i had to reset the phone after a day it was horrific and the the point in that being that they pushed it out to us so early that it was like wow i mean here just tell us what's tell us what you like and we've seen many times things that are goofed up that they're the next build is fixed you know feature wise and also bugs of course one just one little thing i want to hone in on that still pisses me off is <laughs> language that, that stinking hamburger menu okay and i i don't i i just don't even want to call it the hamburger menu anymore because that has the the negative stigma to it but on the bottom say just in in mail or in calendar or most anything really this calendar is a good example you have settings on the bottom. That's good. You can access settings from the bottom. But you also have to go to the top left to go to things that you would normally access, I would say, more
1: frequently than settings. I hate going to the top left. The top left is the worst place for anything for me. Absolutely the worst place. What's funny, with the, with
0: the most recent iOS update, they put a little back button on at the top left of many of the um well, pages. And it's like okay, they're finally getting it. Like they should have had a back button on, mm. on the
1: device, but it's still at the top left. I'm like, come on, get, you know, you're you're doing it wrong. It's such but an then impractical again, place to put it, especially when you've got a big phone as well. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. And so, if Windows Phone 8.1 that
0: UI had continued on, and everything was at the bottom, and you're panning through things instead of reaching up to through that hamburger menu, I might want a bigger phone i might Mm. be more comfortable using that bigger phone but knowing that i pretty much always have to use two hands even with a smaller phone actually but pretty much always have to use two hands to reach anything at the top and there being substantial menuage if that's a word at the top left no i i have to get a smaller phone for even the, the chance to try to reach that sometimes and usually it's still precariously
1: they did compromise a little bit in places. Because at first it was hamburger menus and that was it. And I know it's in, in certain parts of the um, the OS, like in the, I think in the People Hub, um, you can swivel now instead, you can just move it across. So they they are sort of, I don't know if they're just sort of trying to add both options a little bit in places, but then, I, I just don't like hamburger menus, I hate them. I, I genuinely do. But I can see why they would want to do it to try and make it a consistent experience across all devices, so if people do come over to Windows Phone, it feels similar. It's more of a problem for us Windows Phone fans who are that used to doing it the different way. Well, I agree with
0: that. I definitely understand. If they're truly trying to bring people over from iOS and Android to Windows Phone, Windows Mobile, great. I get that. Then it's less jarring. But my take on that is I would much rather be on the right side of history, if you think of it, in, mm-hmm. in a purely idealistic standpoint, then just copy the next guy. Okay, well they're they're using yeah. wearing a blue shirt, I'm gonna wear a blue shirt. I mean like, really? You know, wear, wear the shirt that is truly you, yeah. <laughs> or you know, whatever, that's this you know. But like, mm-hmm. find the best user interface, whatever that is, user experience, and go with it. The cream rises to the top. Even if there's Samsung th- shoving yeah. it down with money, I mean, like that's, you know, bombarding you with, with, um, mm. uh, marketing, that kind of thing. To me, I would much rather Windows Phone s- stay small and r- proper, correct, uh, whatever that is, than concede and go the way of everyone else, you know, pick up their other UI elements and play the Me Too yeah. game and get a few more, um, what do you call it? market share percentage?
1: I suppose the idea was, as as if they managed to get a, a bigger chunk of market share, and then maybe then start to introduce the other elements and push it back to the original design, so that people are then more used to it, and there's more people using it. Is that going to happen? I don't even know if that's going to happen. You know, it's...
0: <laughs> look at iOS right now. They've grown. Obviously, they're not as big as Android, but they're. I would say that they're the largest consistent UI. You know, you used a, a G4, right? Yeah. 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 Which I think is, is, is a great device. That's the Android phone I would probably get if I needed to get one right now. And you have the S6 edge, right?
1: S6 edge plus. Yeah. Edge plus. yeah.
0: And so obviously they're both the Android, but two different UI, you know, skins. Yeah. They feel quite different, but I, my point being that iOS has solidified themselves. They've, they've built up a following and so if they were to say, well, in our minds, this is right, and we'd start changing everything, and they, they do that anyway. But there, there's going to be people getting dragged along, a lot of people dragged along who don't want to change. Whereas why not take that small market, that Windows phone, where there's almost none of us, right, and do it right, whatever right yeah. is, and then let the other like-minded, clear thinkers, and that's just a silly way to look at it, let them pile on and if people don't like that ui maybe they're just wrong (laughs) and i you know that's quite idealistic yeah true let's jump ahead to um daniel rubino of windows central i like the guy a lot of respect for him absolutely he's done a great job with Mm -hmm. windows windows central back from when it was windows mobile experts uh microsoft he wrote editorial microsoft rebooting the concept of the phone it's not an i told you so but i was he 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 clarified and he put together a much better argument that I had this little inkling of in my brain that Microsoft with the band they didn't they didn't say oh we're just going to do a a fitness band or we're just going to do a smartwatch they basically did both and made it separate mm. uh, the Surface obviously is quite. Out there, I mean, it is—it's its own market basically. Hololens, holy cow! Yeah. Hololens is blowing people away. There's nothing else that's close to competing with it. It's—it's it's it's just very awesome. Yeah. And look at Surface Hub, the big what is it, the 72-inch you know boardroom d- device. That thing is quite out there. That's yep, quite innovative. Huge. Even if it isn't as innovative, it is still. A big step. It's very cool. It's very cool. It's a big step.
1: And it, yeah, it's it's a great piece of kit. It really is. They had one at the um, Windows 10 launch event in London. It was everyone just played on it. It was it was great. What he clarified, he formulated into better words
0: than I usually can, is that Microsoft is is a new. There's a new Microsoft, and even what they did with Windows Phone 7, I thought was very groundbreaking and uh, way ahead of its time, and sadly, probably too ahead of its time. But that they are and now with Continuum for a phone, I think we're seeing the leading edge of something different,
1: something, a, a new way of communication. What do you think about that, Dan? I think, I just think that from what I've read of the articles and that the, he's been posting up and others on, on Windows Central, I do tend to be agreeing with a lot of what they're saying that the Microsoft are really well positioned at the minute to sort of latch on to the next, the next big thing. Continuum is extremely interesting. It might not be something straight away that that is going to be a big consumer pull as such, but as the equipment and everything increase, uh, improves, as the processes get better and better, they're going to be just as good as PCs, basically. I mean, they pretty much are, but they're all ARM-based at the moment. But when they get to the point where they can run desktop applications, and then you've got Continuum, which can just form it up into whatever... Aspect ratio you want as such, whatever device you want it to connect it to. It, there's just so much possibility. There's just so much they could do with it, and I, 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 Apple aren't positioned at all with their operating systems to do anything other than maybe put iOS on. We've been
0: hearing that rumor,
1: and to me, that still seems ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean,
0: they would find a way to do it properly, and I can see how they're they're waiting. There's yeah. no
1: touchscreen OS X devices out there yet, um, but I. You know, they've they've already done it with, this, with the iPad Pro. You know, it, you wouldn't think there would be any reason for that device to exist. But it just seems to me that's what they're going to keep on doing. They're just going to keep developing and pushing iOS onto everything because that's their main OS. That's the main thing for them. So I, c- I can see something happening there, but it'd be a bit strange to get rid of OS ten. Completely, it can't compete with Windows ten in my eyes. I, I can't see how it's not got the versatility that that Windows ten's got.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It'd just be interesting to see. We've heard obviously the Windows ten devices
0: event from a few weeks ago, just really solidified for a lot of people, the the general tech enthusiasts, that holy cow, Microsoft yeah. is back or here if he, if they didn't think they were before or something, and that Apple seems pretty boring compared to Microsoft at times. Now, yeah. the difference being is that Apple, Microsoft does need to deliver on this. And we've seen, we're very satisfied with the with the recent build, um, uh, you know, the preview build for Windows 10 Mobile. But it, we're kind of concerned. It's like, when is this going to get <laughs> as good as it needs to be? And there's still little things. I really hope they don't goof it up, just generally, even if it's just marketing, just distribution. We see that thing with Verizon in, in the U.S. here where um yeah that sounds a, that, that a sounds mess. horrible um you know so i just hope they don't screw it up i understand that windows mobile for them is much less of a concern especially since balmer left especially since um joe belfiore is not dealing with it quite as um directly and, and what have you but I'm an enthusiast. I want it to stick around, and I'll probably be one. You and I, Dan, probably be one of the last
1: people using this if it, if it if it if it falls out. So, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a strange situation because the the mobile aspect it's it's taking a backseat to everything. I know we had the uh, Microsoft financial results um, was it just this last week, and everything was very very good. Except for obviously the phone division, which I think dropped by about half, fifty percent um, in terms of sales. So it's it, it looks pretty bad on paper for the for Lumia and for Windows Ten Mobile. But I think they're I think they're sort of hedging the bets for later on next year when they'll have all the bridges that the that they've developed for porting the apps. That's that's going to be the big push. Uh, and they'll have some true Lumia devices for that. I think the ones that we've, the 950 and the 950XL that have been announced so far, they're just to appease us fans wanting a flagship. I mean, these aren't
0: satisfying everyone, but they're still quite good. I mean, from, from the look of it. And, yeah. you know, we, we need them. As enthusiasts, we need this this next phone to 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 continue on to keep our enthusiasm up it they would have screwed up if they didn't put it out that's for sure but i would imagine that the next iteration of the lumias will not look as nokia like not saying that that's mm. good or bad i don't know that yet i think this is must have been the last uh
1: genetics from nokia basically and now we're moving on to the microsoft genes yeah they did say it was a a sort of nokia a nokia design beforehand Aesthetically, anyway. All right,
0: let's keep rolling here. Uh, we still got a bit left to cover as far as, oh yeah, Surface. Uh, there's a new Microsoft Store in New York City. Big deal today. Uh, coincides with the release of the micro uh, the Surface Pro 4 and the Surface Book. Um, <laughs> <Jealous>. correct. <laughs> Absolutely. I am I am <laughs> jealous. I'd love to be there in New York for that opening. Just like um, a couple episodes we on uh, we ago we had Aaron Hall on. He was at uh, that fan mm. event, which was awesome. That would have been so cool, but. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't own a Surface anymore. I had a Surface RT. I traded it in and got my daughter uh, an HP Stream. I guess we'll talk about that in another episode, maybe. Whatever. I don't actually need a Surface. I have a I have an ASUS um, VivoTab Note eight eight Note whatever it is, and that's my work yeah. uh, note taking device. I got a desktop, which of course has a jet engine in the background here, and I have. Um, what else do I have? Work laptop, of course, work-issued laptop, and then piles of phones. I'm good, but I'm not everybody. Yeah. Why do you have a Surface Pro 3, Dan?
1: Uh, well, the idea was to uh, be able to uh, edit video. So I did. I, I was doing a lot of YouTube at the time, so there was a lot of uh, video editing at the time. I'm more streaming now, so... Not requiring it quite as much, but also for um, Photoshop purposes as well. That was the main thing. Uh, and just because I thought it looked damn cool, and I'd had a Surface RT and an RT uh, Surface 2, should I say, and I just wanted the Pro version. So the Surface Pro 3, I just thought, you know what, I'm having one. So I got one, and yeah, I love it. I think it's just great. It, it just works. It's... Um, I've got the i5 version and the battery life's really good. I know the new, the new uh, Pro 4, with the, the Skylight processors are supposed to be extremely good on battery life, but I'm, I'm quite happy with what I've got, and there's not a there's not a big difference in terms of what they actually do. So I think it's actually it's actually probably a good time to get a Surface Pro 3, just because the price will have come down quite mm-hmm. a bit as well. Absolutely. So, what would be? Let me
0: ask you this: When do you use the Surface Pro Three as a
1: mobile device? Hmm. Yeah, not that often, personally. But I I know there's plenty of people I come across on Twitter that um that that use it out and about all the time, especially when they're traveling by train places, um. It's the is the go to device to just edit stuff and do stuff on the go. So I mean, I've I've carried it about to, be, to places before. Uh, if I'm going away anywhere, I will take it with me. I mean, it's it's just handy to plug it into the TV in the hotel and stick Netflix on or something like that. But I suppose you can do that on you can do that on a number of devices. Um, Windows devices, not an iPad. Mm-hmm. Well, going forward, you'll be able to do a lot of that with your
0: phone. I mean, I, I'm already—I yes. was already shopping a little bit for little Bluetooth um, combination Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, like a trackpad part of the mm. mouse. Uh, Microsoft does have that really nice foldable one that's about hundred bucks or eighty
1: bucks. That is really nice. Yeah. Doesn't
0: have a trackpad on there. I was really looking for one, you know, a, a two in one that had the trackpad part of it, and they exist, but I was looking for one that was smaller to fold up. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, they're out there somewhere. And as long as your phone, your, your, your TV monitor has uh, DLNA equipped and we'll learn more about this as the, as time goes forward, the specifics of what you can do for continuum wirelessly, mm. you know, I, I'm like, man, I gotta get, I'm going to get that Surface Pro, um, the continuum dock It was just like in my head to begin with. And I'm thinking, do I actually need that? Um, you know, and and but either way, my point being you know. is that the the Surface Pro four and Surface Pro three is getting used quite a bit. It's docking into you know dual monitors sometimes. Uh, it's it's your it's your powerhouse device for getting work done. That's also small and you can move around and has good battery life. Whereas the phone is quite a bit more mobile, obviously. obviously. And can yeah. be used as you know to blow things up in a much different manner. Um, same broad concept, but in a different the end use, I should say. The programs you're using, the 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 work you're accomplishing can be quite a bit different. For me, I don't do that much editing. I mean, Audacity is about the the extent of my um, well, audio editing, and. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for some people, I think it can work really, really well. I did talk about this quite a bit on last episode with with Brad, Brad Whiteside, um, mm. and we talked about how. Well, whatever. Go back and listen to the last episode, listeners, if, if that um, if that intrigues you a little bit. So yeah, Surface Pro Four, Surface Book uh Surface Book obviously is the the laptop version with the the display that comes off absolutely mind-blowing so freaking cool I mean I have not I don't know what else to say but yeah still still blown away by by that unveiling it was great I'll I'll follow that up with I'm not spending 1500 bucks on a laptop and I'm I don't need <laughs> a laptop and that's I mean that's no. the cheap one and so, yes, it's so cool, but i I'm not technical enough. I mean like i um, you know, my job does not normally mean me sitting in front of my home computer. you know, I have a work computer, but it's it's uh you know, spend half my day there,
1: not all of it. It's a serious bit of care. it's It's the people that need that extra grunt for doing serious, serious work. I don't need it, I want it. <laughs> but I don't need it. It's um, pretty ba. I mean, it's really <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting that they've added the um, discrete GPU now to the some of the lower end models because they were only on the higher end. So I, I think they're slight, They're, they're going to try and push that a little bit to maybe gamers a little bit as well because the higher ends would have uh, would have had no chance. But slightly lower down on the processors and things, I think they could do nice,
0: cool. All right, let's keep going here. We were going to cover our app, music, and podcast picks. I'm going to go well in gaming picks. Uh, the 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 app I'm going to recommend, and I, I need to breathe through this because it pains me even to say this, is a Facebook app. And I do not like Facebook. I just don't just don't like Facebook. But it's something that's like almost required. Okay, it's like yeah, you need to change your oil. Yeah, you need to have a Facebook account. I mean, like I don't know, whatever. And so Facebook on Windows phone, Windows mobile, uh the it has that stinking ugly blue um tile. Okay, you can't change it. It's just yes. oh my goodness, it's just ridiculous. And so there's other ways around that too. Uh, it also has um uh, uh, the the um the white and blue background or you know, the the accent colors, and I just can't stand it. As much of my phone as possible I have it, you know, the, the dark version. Same
1: for me. Same for me.
0: So, um, Facebook Black is a Facebook app that has a, a, a transparent tile, and it has a dark version, or you can modify it, of course, to have Facebook basically in, you know, the black tile version. And it looks good. It is not quite as snappy as the regular Facebook app, but the regular Facebook app is by no means snappy. So,
1: Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> was going to say... <laughs> Even the newer, even the newer version that they've released is not, um, yeah, the quickest. So if you are forced to, you know, go down that
0: rabbit hole of Facebook, Facebook Black is not a bad app to use. I don't know if it was free or dollar or something like that, but well worth it either way. Uh, do you have an app you want to share with us, Dan?
1: Uh, app wise, um, I don't know if there's anybody here that likes to watch um, gaming streams on Twitch because we're devoid of a uh, an actual official Twitch app on Windows Phone, oh, would you believe? Okay. Um, but there's an app called Live Gaming. It's been around for a little while. It's been on 8.1. Um, works just fine on 10 as well. And just allows you to log in to your Twitch account. It has pretty much all the same features that you would get on the official Twitch um, app as well. Um, just functions really, really well. Um, just a usual third-party developer. Uh, good to support them so give it a look it's it's really good really slick
0: nice alright as far as a music pick I'm going to go with Static X it's a metal band started out in I don't know 99 or something like that uh, by Wayne Static he was recently uh, deceased due to drug overdose so that tells you a little bit about uh, what they were uh, yeah Mental. a little, little bit about that band <laughs> but um, yeah uh, it was a few, it was a couple years ago now, but the band, um, I don't ever condone the the, the message, okay, in, in, in of these bands, but I do I do like some good metal sometimes, and Static X fits that, and it's a good throwback, and there, I was surprised at how many of those songs I listened to. Um, it's like, oh man, I forgot that they did this one. Man, this is a pretty good song. So Static X, a good metal band. If you're into metal and, um, uh, yeah, that type of, uh, drug overdose, uh, lead singer type stuff. So do you have a music pick for us, Dan?
1: I'll have to give that a listen. I'll have to, uh, check that out. I'm not, I don't listen to much metal, but I'll have a listen. I'll have a listen. But, um, yeah, in terms of my music pick, um, I'd have to go for indie band, The Wombats. Um. And Glitterbug, the album they released a little bit earlier this year, but uh, I can't stop listening to it. I absolutely love it. Um, I think it's the third album. Yeah, it's the third album that they've released. It's um, getting into their stride now. So it's, it's a cracking album. It's a really, really good album. Well, I am mostly into my indie music. That's that's my my sort of thing. Um, yeah, just give it give it a listen.
0: Cool. For podcast picks, podcast slash game picks, I'm gonna go with the podcast Win Beta. I've mentioned them before, I think. They've had as about as many episodes as MS Mobile Show has, and they're uh they're from winbeta.org or whatever, and I apologize, I don't frequent the site as much as I'd like to, but their podcast is getting uh continuing to, to improve and getting better, and I do try to listen to that every week. I learn a little bit something new, and it's just nice to hear another microsoft enthusiast uh podcast so that's that's pretty nice win beta
1: i uh, i think i watched um part of one of their podcasts because i think they were live on youtube with it mm-hmm. um a couple of weeks back it seemed pretty pretty good nice yeah you have a game pick for us i'm going for a game pick it's going to seem like the most obvious game pick in the world um well, halo 5 i've
0: even heard of that
1: yeah, that's good. That's good. But yeah, it's um it's out uh tonight, I believe. Oh. So um obviously a big, big title for the Microsoft is out there, so I think it, that says it all. I don't really need to explain the game. Okay. It's it's Halo. It's Halo. Okay. Just just buy it, buy it. Sounds good. Um
0: normally we do a Twitter tip and I failed to come up with something. Hmm. Dan, you got a Twitter tip off Twitter the top of your head? Tip.
1: Hmm. Uh, even though i spend most of my life on twitter no i don't could you, could you have just a moment
0: to uh, go kind of share your thought process as you changed your twitter
1: handle um recently yeah um well i i had it it was it was before it was air guys which is um the german word for ambition and I had that. I've got that. That's my gamer tag. It was. It was primarily because it was a gaming focused um, page, channel, everything else. And I just decided that I wasn't really enjoying um, doing things as it was. So then I I decided because I'm, I, I'm, I'm I'm following Microsoft all the time. I'm constantly watching shows such as this one, um, everything to do with Microsoft, and I just thought. I would then make it a Microsoft focused channel Twitter page everything else um so I it was just coming up with a name um which has never been the easiest thing to do it's
0: it's a big challenge I went through this a few yeah, years ago yeah yeah I
1: mean it it pretty much um, it pretty much seems like I've um stolen the Microsoft Edge browser name but um yeah, it's all about... It, it was more sort of, you know, to sort of get that Microsoft Edge. Like, not not like the Edge browser, but, you know, self-explanatory, really. But, yeah, well, it's a lower lowercase
0: um, e. It's it's more the, the Edge, not the Edge browser.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought it sounded all right, and I just decided to roll with it, mostly because I couldn't think of anything else at all. Well, I think it's really good. And everything else was... I think it's really Thank good you. and I would imagine that it,
0: it probably appeals to um, a little bit broader audience. I mean, well, how do I say this? Depending on where your focus is, I I wasn't familiar with the word ergase or erger, however you say it. Yeah. <laughs> um obviously, yeah. but I would imagine people over um you know where you live even though it's not Germany are more likely
1: to know that word than To be honest, it was more it was more um because there was a game um Called by that name uh, back on the PlayStation, so and it's partly to do with like Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy series as well. So that was that was sort of where I got the name from. Um, When I originally when I originally made the um, the accounts and everything, I actually didn't know what the word meant. I just thought it was the name of the game (laughs) Um, until somebody on Xbox Live told me it was a German guy, and he told me that it actually meant ambition you like that's uh, what so i meant. Says, yeah yeah so then i ended up with you know using the hashtag ambition constantly on my uh, twitter page and in my youtube videos and things and it, it, I, it people even it still call me ambition they still call me ambition nice. just because of that cool but um yeah it's it, it's it's a fun it's a it's a strange word but yeah it's it's pretty cool cool
0: all right well we're coming up on the end here let's see what i have left um that was our twitter tip uh folks make sure you go i'll tweet it out too. follow us on twitter um share your thoughts on whether you prefer video or audio uh whether you're listening to this afterwards of course (laughs) audio and uh if it is um if you're watching right now video whatever um if you enjoyed the show we want to thank you for listening uh thanks thanks a bunch guys um if you want to subscribe, go back to msmobileshow.com slash subscribe. I mentioned that earlier. Follow us on Twitter, MS Mobile Show, Facebook. Yeah, we're there. Uh, email at uh, contact at com. My name is Vernon E.L. Smith. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Vernon E.L. Uh, remind everyone where they can find you um, online again, Dan. Yeah,
1: so Twitter at The MS Edge. Uh, you can also find my blog at... Uh the MSH.com and youtube is youtube.com forward slash the MSH. quite a few places i'm everywhere nice
0: dan thanks again so much for filling in for joining i'm glad we were able to do that we had a really good conversation i think um and- yeah no problem man it's been a been a pleasure and and we'll definitely have you on again this has been been really good so and you we are we do (laughs) we have been recording every monday uh at 1 uh, p.m here in the midwest of the u.s and that may or may not change and your vote on that uh poll will help us make that decision so uh thanks again everyone have a wonderful week stay mobile